Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. We're once again presented by the Hammer Betting Network, so appreciate the support there. Uh, great show uh, last week with the, one of the best cards ever on <laughs> Saturday night. Live from not Korea, but, you know, kind of Korea. Horrible card, despite, you know, bad on paper, bad in reality. Just Starting terrible. But I watched o'clock. it. I watched it. All of it, huh? Yeah, I, uh, just I, a I true, did. Just a true fight fan. Big wow. time. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I, I, I don't think I've ever said this, ever. The, the Bellator card was significantly better than the UFC card. Yeah, that was a that was a banger of a card. That was really good. I only unfortunately saw the very last fight of that one. That was uh, that wasn't great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it was fun. Like I I hit some massive dogs on Bellator. It, it was it was pretty fun. Uh, it was a good card too. But yeah, that yeah. that last one. I look. I, I we'll say something about that real quick. Like, look, I like, I like Eblin as much as like the rest of the people, but can we chill out? Like these people are already like, he would smoke the UFC. Pereira wouldn't even keep his title if he fought him. Like, dude, chill out. Like, How many dude, times have we heard that? The dude, he's good though. Cause he can wrestle and shit. He's, he's good. good, but he's got but a chill wrestling out. game, but he has no finishing game, which is very terrifying against the elite of the elite. Yep. Yes. He'll, he'll have success. Guy. He would have success against, uh, against upper echelon UFC fighters, but because he can't get guys out of there at this point in his career, he's he's going to let guys hang around, and he might fuck around and find out. I mean, a, a boring yeah. Russian had one of his eyes completely swollen shut. Like, let's chill out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, he's, he's good. Would I yeah. place him in the top ten in the UFC? For sure. If I look at guys that are, you know, ranked up in the top ten, do I think a lot of them could beat him? Probably. I would say. You know, I who, mean, uh, who would have been top ten in his prime? Fedor. Oh god. Oh man. One? Brad, I saw that like right I after that. I got out of the shower and shit earlier. Was just going through Twitter a little bit, and that happened to be right on my timeline when I pulled up Twitter, and I read through that dude's tweets of his how he was trying to dude. Don't talk to these people. Don't I have talk no. To these people. If you do not, if, if these people literally haven't. They ain't started watching MMA until like 2010, 2015. They literally have no idea what happened 20 years ago and shit, the past 20 years. Like Fedor is still to this day is, it's got to be considered for me. He's one of the top five or six fighters ever, period. Still to this day. You just, uh, have to run, you just, you just hang around too long and then you start guy. losing. That's the problem. Who, Fedor being a top six or seven fighter of all oh. time? Are you, are you serious? Like pound for pound of all yes. time? Are you I serious? Know, I don't know what that means. I think that's more ridiculous than the he's not top ten. 
both ridiculous. He's so he's that, but he's that. So those most accomplished guys in the history of the sport. So it's ridiculous to be about three spots apart from his statement. Not top ten, and I think he's like top six or so all time. That's not. No. There's an argument to be made, like that his wins back then were the elite of the elite. Like when the sport wasn't as good, though. But it was well. like Norgaro was as good. At, like, like the heavyweights uh, were heavyweights were better then than they are now, bro. <laughs> Parker like is about to be on the UFC. They were also on the good like, stuff, which uh, helps helps those uh, Mirko, performances against. Yeah, Mirko Krokop would knock out fucking half of the top ten of the heavyweight division right now, like straight up. Prime fucking Krokop. Heavy. Here's the thing. Heavyweight sucks. It's always yeah. sucked. Heavyweight's been awful. So if you're, gonna ask me, <laughs> if you're going to ask me to put Fedor versus not heavyweight, but Fedor versus the all-time MMA, I don't know if he's top 25. Come on, bro. Like, he's are a you... heavyweight. You're you're almost yeah. automatically eliminated from the top ten greatest of all time if you're a heavyweight. If you you're watch like the, automatically if, eliminated. If you watched in that time and watch him ran through the pride heavyweight division in the duty beat, that is an asinine statement. That is crazy. Top yep. six. For me personally, he's absolutely top ten all time, easily. Hands down. Like Don't the guys he West, keep it at six or seven. The, just you. the the guys he beat in that time, like Prime Norgaro, Prime Krokop, Mark Coleman, Kevin Random, and like all they get out of here, man. Those dude, those heavyweights back then are better than the top ten now. There's not a dude. There's only a couple guys I would probably pick over fucking Fedor today than back then. Like period. That dude was a trans fucking. Uh, that dude was unbelievable, man. Like seriously. Is the example. We use a reporter over Crow Cup. You, you got to be high, bro. You you really got to be high tonight. <laughs> now he's just fucking with you. I take, Bo, I take Bo Nickel going up to heavyweight, beating Crow Cup. You're a legit newer. You're a newer fan too. Like you didn't start watching until later on and stuff, and you didn't experience those times in the moment. Oh, that shit, guy was Ryan. a. That oh, guy was shit, a. He's calling Lance a fraud. <laughs> that guy. He was the best heavyweight on the planet by far. Like Nobody was close. No, it's not. Not when you're beating North Prime Norgaro and Prime Krokop and Prime Random and Prime Coleman. <laughs> like, are we serious? Uh, serious, bro. I can't compare a, a heavyweight to the best all time in the other weight class. Well, I mean, if we want to do legitimate pound for pound, the best heavyweight is better than any other fighter on the planet. So, if we want to well, do that, especially when he's a fat middleweight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the. <laughs> Like you get, I think Fedor is going to be one of those guys to where you had to be there and experience it in the time that it was happening to realize how big of a global star that guy it's was. It's just a different how era. huge it's, he was. It's, it's tough. It's a different Dude, era. This, Fedor is a very young sport, and there's been he errors. was ahead of his time. He, he was, was so ahead far of ahead of it. He was so far. He he was what a heavyweight is today. Twenty years ago. He's got all the skills of these dudes today 20 years ago. Just unfortunately, he's better. too old to to pick up those uh Anyway, we little, too much time on this. Yeah. yeah. He's also we always been to... fat. Can I really rank a fat person <laughs> top Absolutely. six all time? A fatty? Well, a what, fat he was, what he was doing, the guys like, like Random Man and them back then when he was the chubby, could have been a 205-er. That bumps him up in my book. Like, he was smoking those dudes. Like, so if you say he's one of the six best of all time. In that, in think, that area. In that you don't area. think, like, let's take someone active right now, sort of active. You don't think Angano just puts that dude to sleep in, like, no. a minute? 
No, I think I, I, there could be a chance. There also could be – in Gano swings, Fedor goes straight double, takes him down and fucking armbars his ass. That's how good Fedor was. Fedor could yeah. slip that punch and could clock or Gano and knock his ass out. The talent is so much better and well-rounded now. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not heavyweight. heavyweight. No, it's not. not. You're, not but you're comparing, you're comparing heavyweight to, let's say, welterweight. Let's say middleweight. Let's say everyone else. Well, I mean, I, I agree. Would, Fedor's, Fedor's one of the best heavyweights of all time. That's not I wouldn't say middleweight is like, that's not a good thing to throw up as far as like skill wise today. No, there's a ton of shitty middleweights. There's a ton of shitty light heavyweights. There's like, shitty guys everywhere, but like, when you look at skills and how good a guy was, I can't you, put him over the best of all time. You don't remember Fedor's overall skills, though. That's that's the crazy part to me. People don't remember yeah, you're just Fedor's. Like he's an old fat Russian, but the, the fact man is an old pregnant. fat Russian, he's and he was able to do all of that stuff that he did. He's never had an ab. The, yeah. the, Fedor, Fedor legitimately might have the best, fastest uh, hips on the mat that you've ever seen in MMA. Legitimately, that dude on the mat going for an armbar on dudes that outweighing about 20, 30 pounds of muscle. It's just crazy. Like, that's what I'll get skill wise. People must not have watched Fedor because he wasn't some just fucking dude that knocked guys out. His fucking submission oh, game was I insane. Game. I mean, he went to the mat with fucking Prime Norgaro and worked him over. What are we talking about, man? Come mm-hmm. on. He stood with Crow Cop and fucked him up. One of the greatest heavyweight <laughs> guys ever. Gabriel Gonzaga knocked out? Yeah. When, when, when Crow Cop was going down and Gabe was fucking juiced out of his mind, too, and knocking everybody out. It happened. Yeah, they were all average back then. I get it. There was no good fighters, so Fedor stuck out more than the others. They're I all average back them. then. We're, we're, we're about to go over a UFC card, and you're calling those guys back then average. Let, let's go, Lance. Let's just move on. Let's move on. You're saying move on. best of all time. So you're putting Fedor up there with the skill set of a, a GSP, Anderson Silva, yes. like that. Yes, yeah. yes Again, absolutely. He's a heavyweight. It doesn't count. You're, you're eliminated. Like, Get out of here, man. That's that's where that's where I'm newer newer noob fans that didn't watch this guy in his prime literally have no idea about his skill set because his skill set was fucking today's skill set. He was twenty years ahead of his time. I don't take fatties seriously in in any aspect of life. You should always take fatties seriously. (laughs) Can't. Oh shit. Can't do it. We don't really need to talk much about this next card anyway. I understand what you're saying. I do think he he probably is the greatest heavyweight of all time, outside of maybe like Curtis Blades, some someone like that, I, the, the rounded skill set with the grappling. But I can't put him in. I can't put him in top five. Overall. I mean, DC no DC's a better heavyweight all time than Curtis Blades. Like DC is DC's like, a better. I'd say put DC over Fedor. If I look at his overall body of work and yes. skill set with his yes. wrestling. Yes. I, well, I, where are you me, fitting all the other guys? Me, if we uh, got Fedor and DC in the top five. <laughs> we need to have this conversation because when we this, don't have to break down. This, this, yeah. goes, this goes with accomplishments, too. And, yes, I would have DC, John Jones, GSP, um, uh, Anderson Silva. And then then it's all objective. Then you can name another five guys that could all be right there in that six, seven, eight, nine spot. I have Fedor in there. Somebody else could have somebody else, but I think that is the lock for me five. It's DC, John Jones, GSP, Anderson Silva, and then besides that, you could name six or seven guys that could all make arguments for. I get it. Although, you don't take anything away from him not going to the UFC ever in his whole career. I give you. It was a different to, time in the sport. 
Pride had the better heavyweight division by ten times, dude. At yes, the time, but if he would have joined the UFC, okay, like, put it like this. They would have, he would have fought Randy and fucked Randy up, who was their heavyweight champion at yeah. the time. Yeah. Okay. He fought well, Orlovsky. He fought Orlovsky, who was the and heavyweight champ, who left and fucking scud missile. That dude got one of the greatest knockouts in MMA history. So yes, yes. he, you have to, you have to, I know it's different with pride and everything else. And he did fight the best of time, but later on in his career, I feel like it does take something away of not going to the UFC. And I get the UFC fucked him over in a deal and all that stuff. Well, I get it. But it's like, they just weren't going to pay him and give him like, the money that he deserved. And he's like, fuck y'all. But if but you he never beat, go, but if you he, never go to the UFC, he had never so fight. much of a career before any of that, that was ever an option. And so. then he beat the UFC the heavyweight champion. He beat the UFC heavyweight champion in his prime. Them. He beat Arlovsky in Arlovsky's prime. Literally knocked That's him the most out. Embarrassing best feat at Arlovsky. But that was the That's UFC heavyweight champ. That That's was like heavy. his eighth That's best not his best. Move on. Move but on. Here's Move on. That's me That's... giving a counter argument to Yuri never fought in the UFC. Well, he fought the UFC heavyweight champion who left the also, promotion for more money and knocked him out. Also agreeing with my thing that heavyweight shouldn't even be considered top ten of all time because they all suck. This is going to be a separate <laughs> podcast. <laughs> all right, let's Jason go. And I, let's Jason go. and I have talked about uh, doing, like, separate podcasts, like if we, if we uh, bullshit on Kurt events well, I mean, or whatever. Well, I mean, we at least got one. That's pretty much what this could be. We got the chat probably, popping at uh, least. <laughs> talk about some shitty fights and then preview some decent fights. Aaron told me to try this uh, this new White Claw that just came out last week. It's peach-flavored. Mm-mm. Doesn't do it. Not good. At least I think least for me, you gotta have citrus to be a good white claw. Like a citrusy, like a lemon, a lime, grapefruit. Aaron, you, like the, you like the mangoes? Now we're doing a, a white claw ad? Mangoes are okay. <laughs> I um, did like the lime ones though. The lime the ones, lime ones are good. good. Grapefruit yeah. is the best white claw. Uh, Steve said Muppet piss. <laughs> the peach? Steve, did you try the, you try the, uh, the peach? Oh shit! Hi- Hyper's right. We're Lance is completely overlooking Shockwave. Like, Shockwave. What, I what would go through my full top ten. <laughs> is what it is. All right. Um, last week's card. I don't even. I don't think we need to mention the prelims on last week's card. Nope. Uh, nothing. Singlet guy. Um, that's a, that's all oh, we got. Yeah, that was awesome. Which one? The singlet guy. Remember Nakamura, I, the guy who knocked well, the guy out in thirty-three seconds. Yeah. Hey. That was singlet guy. Yeah, yeah. That dude might be for real though. Like he's he's gonna be okay. Like I want to see him fight again. Out of all those bums they brought, I want to see that guy again. Yeah, that's that's the one. I I called him first. That's that's my that's my my breakout fighter of the year. With the visions, (laughs) he was slick. I liked him. Um, Adam Fuggett defeated some dude by knockout. Pretty good upset. Big dog. Yeah, two ninety. Greedy. I took decision. That was that was another that was another big dog I hit on the weekend. It's a good weekend betting, really good weekend. You know, like looking at the at the Bellator card specifically. If I would have said, because I always try to get like five or six bets on each card, but Bellator would never do that, so it was like kind of combined. If I would have forced myself to make three or four extra bets all on dogs, I would have hit all of them. It was like everyone that like you look at and go, I should bet this guy won. I, 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 that, that's what I did on on Bellator. I literally it had Larkin, Corrales. I had I had Corrales. I had Larkin. Yep. I had Neil. Um, who was uh, you got Brendan Ward? I had that under. I had just, Ward. 
I had so much money on that under one and a half and like six fucking things. Um, what uh, the, the, the Bader, uh, fucking Eblen parlay was like going. That That was so dumb. That was so easy. And then I had, uh, I had, uh, Maori with, which was the, the draw. Yeah, Gracie. Gracie. That, uh, that Henry Corrales line. Why are they still lining that old banger at plus 400 against some of these guys? Like he, that guy's tough as shit, man. And they make him a plus three, plus 400 favorite every time. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. Moving up featherweight division. Uh, this one cost me a unit or so on the draw because I didn't parlay, but, uh, do Troy to, uh, Drew versus Kyle Nelson. A lot of issues here, uh, with this one. One, that deduction was. Terrible. Absolutely asinine. He Poor touched man. him like this, which probably happens, what, 50 times a fight? You gotta take that around. stuff out of the sport, guys. You gotta take it out <laughs> no of the sport. No warning. Immediate point deduction. <laughs> Big issue. The other issue, I, I still didn't see a 28-28, even with the deduction. I had that 29-27. He won the first two rounds, bro. So, he, won, he won the first two rounds. I don't know what the fuck they're watching. Me either. So, I don't know. I had it 29-27. Troy looked okay. I mean, first fight in three years. Mm, he did not. He did not. My under okay. two and a half had no shot. Uh, he didn't no. look great, bro. He, he looked, didn't. He looked, I thought he, first fight back. He hadn't fought in three years. I thought he won the fight. Could have looked worse. Against a Canadian, though. you got to get those guys out of there. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> it's um, Kyle Nelson, man. Like He's got to smoke that guy. First fight in three years. Yeah, first, yeah. He, first guy that he fights with cardio, I'm, I'm fading him. I faded him a good bit in general before he got he went went to the army or whatever. But yeah, I think he's he's. I don't think he's ever going to be. I don't think he's a beat top top guy. He wasn't when, before he left. He wasn't. After what do you think the line is if he fights Billy Q? Billy he's going to get smoked. That, but that's the kind of guys he was fighting before he went. Now, if they're going to give him guys like Cal Nelson, then there's value. Softballs. There's there's value on him under two to one. If they're giving him yeah. the competition he was fighting before he left, then my God, he's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he woke up from that Jeremy Stevens knockout. I just figured he wasn't in the army for the last three. I thought he was just still sleeping. Has Jeremy Stevens <laughs> knocked out anybody else since then? No, I mean, that counted as, like, six knockouts. It needed to, because I, mean, I, I don't think that guy can even punch anymore, tell you the truth. Didn't he knock yeah. out uh, the guy fighting for a title this weekend? Just destroyed? Oh, yeah, he uh, broke his jaw in half. It had been, like, seven, eight years or something. Like that. I'll say this about Jeremy <laughs> Stevens. Like, he, he, he didn't have as many knockouts as you'd expect with his power, but, man, that dude could break faces. Like I, I, I feel like every time he got a big knockout, like guy was out for a year. Like his one on Honey Jason. Yeah, he he had the knockout against Choi, and then he bat, like it was back to back. Emmett was the next one. Like that is some yeah. violence. And then the and RDA then just, knockout earlier oh, in his career too. That uppercut. Yeah. The Honey yeah. Jason was his most violent, and Jeremy Stevens of one where he was completely out, and Jeremy's like, I should probably knock him out again. <laughs> Yeah, at one at one point, dude was at a, a few year span. There, dude was legit one of the scariest knockout artists in the oh yeah in the UFC. He was um, heavyweight division, just terrible fight. Martin Tabura, Vlad Evanov. I had I had Tabura here. Yeah, I, consensus. Yeah, 
Oh, was that consensus? I yeah. didn't even I didn't even remember. Going to the decision, it's funny, it ended up being like unanimous, thirty twenty got a thirty twenty seven there. I was not confident going to the cards. I know he won that third round, like very, very clearly, but like the first two rounds could have easily gone to Ivanov. Like I was not feeling confident going to the cards. Maybe I was just being negative because I've had some bad decisions lately, but like I, I thought Ivanov could have been up two oh going to the third, but maybe hope I was wrong, but well, it's all, it's always worrisome in like those slow, slow paced fights and shit. Slow event but fucking fights. I was, I was already half lit by then. Uh, and I was a little worried too, just cause of how slow the fight was looking. Um, I yeah. watched it back the next day, actually, like a fucking moron. Uh, it was, uh, it was way more clear on the second watch. Yeah. Like top, top Borer easily won that fight. That, that was not close. It was a shitty fight. Uh, yeah. shitty performance, but he won for sure. I, uh, I kind of go the opposite route of most people. When I'm watching a fight that I bet on, I am, I always just, any, any somewhat close round, I just chalk up as a loss. That way when the decision's read, I don't feel as bad. I'm the opposite, as you know, and it, it burns me so, so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. heavyweight division, Devin Clark defeated the unhung. Munich. I bet this one. Um, Munich. I like. What? That was this Munich. Munich? That was the I don't remember Munich. anything from the last show. I I'm aware. Talking about the fights. So Munich. All winner. I know is I heard you was drinking Always. like some kind of fucking ecto cooler or something on the show, and <laughs> oh, the the rocket. He was, fucking... was probably fucked up for days. Ecto cooler. <laughs> something. Do yeah, you remember the drinks you were having? Yeah. Oh, everybody was. Yeah, somebody was tweeted about the fucking drinks you were having last week on the show that you were drinking some oh, kind of fucking uh, rodent piss. I didn't even see the tweets. Who was tw- I didn't see that. Um, I thought it was Mike- it was in one of our DMs or something that somebody must have mentioned. Your, oh, it's probably Steve. Yeah, whatever <laughs> yeah, you were drinking last week. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Mike that was impressive. Well, really I mean, bad. that that was is, that's a fairly easy plus plus 200 plus uh yeah. by you guys. I, I, I like and the decision, Don Hong too much, man. Uh, decision plus 450 plus 500, something Damn. like that. What sucks that's is a, I did... the old round robin. Ooh. Nice. I did the turtle, the unhung parlay, and I was more worried about the turtle than I was mm-hmm. the unhung, and that was just a bad bet. The unhung just ain't good, man. I think he can bully some guys, though. Some kind of... Dudes that can't clinch fight and get him off of him like Devin Clark can. I think he could beat some guys like that though. Yeah. Hog analysis. Sometimes it's easy. Uh, sometimes. It's and then sometimes and, it's and not. Sometimes like it's hard. Event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause you know Speedback, he ain't coming with much. There's no way. I mean, he's, he's, he's tallish. I don't know. He's, he's got, he's, he's, but he's, his nickname is the polar bear. So he lives somewhere cold and, you know. Siberian yeah. fucking bear. It's gotta be like inward. Yep. So Spivak defeated Derek Lewis. I think this is it for my boy. I think this was the, uh, uh, it's been it for a while. This was, this was really it uh, on, on this one. I think, you know, losing to like Sergey. Sergey, whatever, losing a gun, whatever. Like this one was, was not good. It's crazy because he was in shape and motivated too. You know, I didn't, he was. I think this would. I, see, I 
I personally think this was a really tough matchup for Derek Lewis, just like uh Pavlovich yeah. and just guys that can get a hold of him and get him down and work him over a little. It's just bad for him, man. Like he Yeah, Spivak was was relentless with those yeah. takedowns. He like he wasn't separating when, when Lewis got back up like other guys have. He was not but giving old, Lewis a single fucking chance. But old Derek Lewis usually found a way to just get up and get space and throw, even the fights he lost or whatever, he always found a way to get up, break the hands, and get in space. This one, it was like he only had the energy to stand. And then by the time he was up, he was like, I can't fight the hands. I mean, even in space against <laughs> fucking Pavlovich, he got fucking death hammered. Like, I just, I don't, they need to give him, if they want to get a couple of good fights out, Derek Lewis, and, and a couple more, like, crowd-pleasing highlights, give him a couple bums, man. I, I don't know why they do this shit. We got a couple guys bumps. that won't grapple. Yeah. Hell, run back to Ivasa. Fuck. Any one of those dudes that are just stand and bang, you know? You can make good matchups with Derek Lewis still. People still know Derek Lewis, man, for a UFC fighter. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's move on to UFC 284. Makachev versus Volkanovsky. Um, Lance, you have to ho- you have to whore yourself out and tell people to to like and subscribe. Why don't you do that? Because I don't. You're the host. You're the host, I, bro. I, I, mean, I don't want to whore, whore myself. We had, we had, we we really got one of the half-assed ass hosts that you can, right? You can get. We wouldn't get a table if Lance was seating you at a restaurant. When when you were on that week, talent. I don't. Brad Brad yeah. pulled out the stops. Brad was uh was was giving it. So Brad it. Brad was actually doing pretty good, Lance. Uh, if you're the talent, maybe you need to switch over to the analysis desk. Maybe let old Bradley start start running the ship. Let me be the the QB and uh, just toss it all around because I, the Super Bowl is this make weekend. Laugh. You know, have a good time. tune into <laughs> the Hammer Betting Network for Super Bowl betting Ooh. analysis. You, why don't Nailed I host, it. but you do the stuff? You do, yeah. I'm Brad, the show. Brad's the show. so much, so much better at it. So much yeah, better. you do, you do. The Which stuff. one of us works in sales? It's kind of crazy. Well, I mean, I run sales. <laughs> yeah, I don't he tells do people what to do. He doesn't actually sell shit anymore. Yeah. Well, my last job, I'd travel over the place and sell shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm not selling anything because that would ensure, like, the transfer of, you know, funds and different <laughs> stuff. And... <laughs> uh, but, all right, so tell me... The man like, of the roots, of his roots, that's for sure. It's We've been doing this show for a decade. I've never told anyone to subscribe to anything. <laughs> So I guess I'm just say subscribe. We haven't. Uh, it's pretty wild that we don't have hundreds of thousands of views. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, go to the Hammer Betting Network website. The Hammer.bet. Uh, there you go. Hammer.bet. Oh, the website. Our boy Pelosa's doing, uh, Pozzola's doing a nice little, little Super Bowl show, I believe tomorrow. Should yep. be pretty good if you're betting that. Definitely, so I heard. I heard that they moved the Super Bowl to Sunday this year because they didn't want to go head-to-head with the NLL on Saturday. So they <laughs> moved the Super Bowl to Sunday. Um, so make sure you don't miss it. But uh, it should be good. Brad is one of the last uh, dying fans of, of lacrosse. He will he will keep that going till his dying days. Right. I will I will watch my NCAA championship game like every year, though. That's all I'll I need. I'll support it. Way to go, Wes. So like, subscribe, do things. Comment. Right. All that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of things. That's, that's wonderful news. Okay. Um, let's move on now to UFC 
284. If we could get Johnny on for a show, that's, yeah, now that, that would be a guess. I don't look would. like Johnny Sims. Because he's bald? All bald people look the same? Is that what you're saying? I feel like he's wow. had to wear a, back, a backwards hat in, in a couple of them films. He's had, he's had to. Well, he's not a, a doctor, you know? He's had to have been a baseball coach or something at one point, right? You know, I'm going to take this as a compliment. Yeah, I would. He gets a lot of ladies. I don't know if you knew that. I mean, I and I and I heard he's he's like he's packing Derek Lewis style for a white guy. So. Well, that's where we differ, but you know. Hey, hey, Lance, you're rich, you're rich, bro. You can't have it all, man. You can't have it all. You cannot have it all. <laughs> Do you think he probably has more money than me too? Doesn't he? I would say probably so. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Fair enough. I could probably take him though. Like in a, like I don't know. Have you seen Johnny Sins? For real, though? Big. He's a pretty big guy I, all around. I think he's, all around. He's a, he's he's a, a good method actor, and I think he I did some of those uh, MMA scenes back in the day. I know you got a good oh, double yeah. leg and a high crotch, but I don't think you have a good triple leg with a high crotch. With a low Johnny crotch. Sins. For Johnny Sins. Yeah. Triple leg, low crotch. It ain't, it ain't working. Did he wrestle at any time throughout his childhood? He's got it three legs, bro. He doesn't. Yeah, you can't take a guy down this fucking tripod. You know, I feel like that's just a high crotch switch to a double rape choke finish. Mm, I think I you know. get, I think you get tangled up in his penis and balls <laughs> and choke yourself out. His web of dick. <laughs> We've never seen this move in wrestling. It's a fucking cock joke. The old anaconda joke. The actual anaconda joke. Johnny Sands, I've never heard that one before. All right. <laughs> we'll start in the lightweight division, taking place on ESPN Plus. Zubara Tugoff versus Elvis Brenner with old Charles Dubronx Oliveira in his corner. Cool. Top six all time. You, Sean? I think this is going to be a tough one for uh, Dubronx's teammate. Uh, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. I think he's going to have struggles taking down Tug Me Off. Um, the problem with Tug Me Off is you don't he's he doesn't really finish guys. He probably should finish this guy. So it's uh, I'm not touching this any anyway. He's going to win. All right, Brad. No, Wes. The orders. Um, can, we, can I move? Can I move boxes? No. Hold on. Yeah, you you gotta like the old tug me off here, I think. But um, like Sean said, like he's up to upwards, I believe, minus five hundred or something at this point. Yep. He rarely finishes guys that he really should be finishing. But I think this is just gonna be a wrestling clinic. Um. I don't know. If I want something early on the night, uh, him by decision is plus money. It, it's, it's really shaky to uh, this guy not to get finished because I, I think he's going to be on his back a lot, taking some, some ground and pound. But if I want something on this fight, it, it'll be, oh, tug me off by decision, but it, it's probably a pass. Bradley? Uh, I actually quite like the over two and a half or like Wes said, the, the tug me off decision. Um, man just can't finish, can't finish the job. Yep. And all of, uh, old Elvis's losses by decision. So, you know, yep. he's, he's not going out there easily. So it's a, a pretty good combination for me. And then if it goes the other way for some reason, tug me off. 
he's good. Like not a lot of people get him out of there. So I, I think you're safe either way. And maybe just throw that over with something. Yeah, I'll Don't pick, hate it. Move you off here, but I'm not I'm not betting this. And what's the line at? Like minus five hundred now or something? Yep. That's, yeah. That's a bit ridiculous. The only yeah. thing if I wanted to throw a, a lost cause in there, maybe Dubronx's friend by sub. I think it was like plus eight hundred or something, and he's won like all his fights by sub. Sub round one is plus two thousand at uh Bet Online. Sub is by itself is plus nine fifty. No, no, no. If you're gonna That's do something bad. stupid like that, you gotta take the big shot. <laughs> the big shot. Nine fifty's not high enough for Brad. Needs a nope. uh, needs two thousand plus. Hook it to my veins. Hog analysis, sins versus official. I think we already covered that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh, that's a beatdown. By the way, division Shane Young versus Blake Builder. Neutron. Don't have much here. Uh, Shane Young is is not good. I just don't know how good uh, Builder is. He fought in a decent regional promotion, but he still wasn't fighting very good regional guys. So he could be good. Shane Young's shitty enough. I'll probably take Builder. Wes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the spot you absolutely have to pick the dog. Uh, I think Shane Young is absolutely horrible. Um, Builder looked okay in the little bit of UFC action he had. Um, I think that's enough. Let's not call it UFC action. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll if say you win the, on Contender Series, you're pretty much in the UFC at this point. Well, so. You don't even have to win. You can we'll just say, we'll say with that now, just having all of the hoopla around making your Contender Series debut and your first fight, uh, just having anybody watching you do anything. Yeah. Um, that means a little something. And it looked, he just, he looked good enough to me to where he might be okay. And I just think Shane Young is really bad. Like, do I want to go bet this guy? No, I, you can't. I just don't know enough. He's absolutely the pick though in, in our pick em contest. I'll, I'll take Builder, but this is another pass for me. Brad? Uh, yeah, I, I like Builder here. I mean, look at the, the guys that Shane Young has actually beat. They're, they are not good. Uh, he's lost to, uh, it looks weird because he's got Volkanovski on his record, so you're like, oh, he's fought and lost to some good guys. But that was like Volkanovski's first fight in the UFC, and yeah. since then he's lost to some not great uh, and old guys. So Omar else is all right. Klein's all right. But, like, I don't think that those are guys that if you're going to stick around in the UFC, you can afford to lose to. So, like, Builder here ends depending on how things go on Saturday, might might have a bet if the line stays where it is. Yeah, similar. Um, I, I lean Builder here. Shane Young just is not not very Excessive. good. Builder, no. <laughs> I don't know. If they, I think we're all in the same place. It's like if I had if I didn't have enough bets to fill the card, maybe I'm throwing something on Builder. But yeah. I, I don't love him. When I, when I was going through this fight, I was hoping to get like plus 150 or so with a newcomer. Versus Shane Young was Australian. I thought we'd get a better line, so I was kind of surprised it was like closer to plus one ten, plus one fifteen. Um, so it, it's it's not really as much anything about Builder as much as Shane Young is just not good. He's not remotely good, but 
build their UFC debut in Australia versus an Australian. There's a lot of things against him here as well. Yep. So I'm going to pick Builder, but it's probably not going to end up betting this one unless the line goes up. All right, women's straw weight. Loma Lukbunmi versus Elise Reed. Boomi. I like Boomi. Um, Elise Reed is just not good. Um I think Boomi can take her down and use her grappling on the ground. And even if uh, Elise Reed's able to stuff some takedowns, I think Boomi might even have the better stand-up. So uh, I think it's going to be all Boomi. So I got her in two separate parlays, one unit each. Brad's going. Wes? <laughs> Wasn't Brad's turn anyway. Um, Maybe I wanted to switch it up. Oh, touche. To, to add on to what Sean said, Boomy does have the better stand-up. Boomy has the takedowns. Boomy has the way better stand-up. Her, her, just her output is going to be three times what, what Reed's is. And it's actually a, a chick fight that I've Kind of like some juice as a parlay piece as well. I haven't uh, haven't put her with anything yet. I still got to finalize everything uh, beyond bed stamp. You know, uh, hashtag shout out ad promote promotion. Um, yeah, I like I like Boomy here. Um, I I think she's a decent parlay piece at the price. Just her output, and then like Sean talked about, she's got way better takedowns. If this gets to the mat, she should be able to control and uh, work over read. So bikers a bit. Brad, anything here? Luke Boomy. Um, no, I was hoping when I got back from my beer, we'd be uh, <laughs> on the next fight. Your audio Shane Young's changed. not Australian. He's, he's yeah. from New I Zealand? Know, I know. Who would have known? Yeah. One or the other. Is there a difference? Wes, so then, how many times have you been to New Zealand? Do you know? Do you notice a difference? <laughs> I have not been to New Zealand. I Basically, Canadian. <laughs> so... So New Zealand is the like Australia is the the good old US of A. New Zealand would be the Canadian mm. part of that. I've is actually that been to uh I've been to New Zealand and Australia. I was Have in you? Auckland. Damn. I actually enjoyed it. I've heard uh seen and read and heard that New Zealand is fucking beautiful. Looks awesome. I was we went when I was there as in high school for soccer. And we had like a two week tournament there and it was in the summer here. So the weather was just fucking awful. Ooh. It was like 50 and raining the whole time. We were in the tournament was in Canberra, which not as cool. We were in Sydney for a few days, which was awesome. In Auckland, we trained out was cool, but yeah. Anyway, a lot of sheep. Uh, I got absolutely fucking nothing. And I just, I was just texting Aaron, um, in our, in our chat. Absolutely devastated by the Peach White Claw results. Just not happy. Just not good. Whew, not good. It's bad. You guys should try it. <laughs> like, what a know, salesman. Yeah. Love it. When you when you get a I new mean, white, you get a new but, white cloth flavor as a one off, not a variety pack, you're really expecting some good things there. I'm just the the whole mystique of the Lanch Fischl salesman stuff is just going downhill for me tonight. I just there is some some stuff happening. You, you, here. Sell, you sold the rat piss last week, but you're, you're you on maybe the, there it is. Worst seltzer that's, that's the salesman, Lance. He could sell you rat piss. Dude yeah. couldn't sell you a, a good drink. You know, not a good drink. I believe in what I sell, Wes. Mm. Believe in it. It's very important. Now I'm selling the company I work for. Now we do like good stuff. 
Oh, that's good. It helps people. I don't know if I fit in yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, absolutely fucking nothing in that fight. By the way, division Jack Jenkins versus Don Shanus. I know Brad's got nothing here. New Sean? I got the under two and a half. Uh, I put in a parlay with uh, Boomy for a unit. Uh, I got plus 116. Uh, Shanus. Loves to get punched in the face. Jenkins looks like he has pretty good offense. I think Jenkins gets him out of there. And, you know, Shanus does have a, a bunch of finishes on his record, so maybe he can pull something out of his ass. But I'm, I'm expecting uh, Jenkins to, to get him out of there. So that's uh, that's what I got there. Wesley? Yeah, I, I think you got to like Jenkins here as well. This, uh, this Shanus guy's not... He's not good. The the little the little bit we've seen in him. I mean, when you're getting choked out by fucking by Yusef, like you gotta you gotta maybe think about a different profession here, man. Uh, not that Yusef is bad. You just you ain't choking out a, bu- a bunch of people unless you're you're a bum like this guy. Um, I have nothing on this fight, man. I was looking at Jenkins inside the distance, but it's like even money. Um, Unders probably a, a decent parlay piece. I just I don't really want to lay a bunch of bunch of juice with it, but that should that should probably get to the window. That's a good bet by Sean. Uh, Jenkins a pick. I'm I'm gonna pass. Brad, how much of an absolute miss is Jack's nickname not Leroy? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's almost as bad as Cameron else not going with Orr. Yeah, like, that's... give me a break, Leroy Jenkins. Get out of here! What is they need to they need to I'm, consult. They got to consult the show or Brad and like fifty bucks will give you a fucking just a hell of a nickname. nickname. Is that guy yeah. too young for for Leroy Jenkins? It Leroy Jenkins. Oh, I'm aware, <laughs> but he might be too young for that. <laughs> That's still all the, the like because back then, like we didn't have like all those like crazy videos that go viral and stuff as much back then like. Everyone in the world saw the Leroy Jenkins video, and it was great. So, Brad, I don't know if you're leading the upset because of something like this. Wes, how's Kentucky looking? And it's a good game right now. Good game. I don't want a good game. I, I just uh, don't know wins. why you guys are pronouncing the the other dude's name wrong. I mean, Leroy has the wrong nickname. It's not Shanus. Have, have you never uh, seen the, the guy that's on LFA? Danny Mayanus. Mayanus. Oh, yeah. He's got the same spelling. Mayanus this, this is This is, this is Donnie Cheyanus. He has a Cheyanus. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Cheyanus. We're going to see how shy it is in this fight. We're going to see. You know, maybe I know he's a 145-er. Maybe throw him in there with the jail man later on. Just oh, see how shy it is. Just imagine somebody just clicking on this shit for just the first time and <laughs> – Brad's going into shy anuses and shit. Just you're not getting this anywhere else. Was not that on LFA when they kept yelling my anus is bleeding when that guy was Yeah. That was that was Michael the voice Chevello. The Chevello. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's madness. My anus is bleeding everywhere. There's, there's a lot of people that don't like Chevello. I always like Chevello, man. I he had I, fun I enjoyed with it. him. That's, yeah. yeah. He, he he didn't take it seriously as nobody should with MMA. This dude go. just totally called me out and couldn't be more wrong. Doesn't know me. 
Lance was a World of Warcraft guy. I don't even know how to use a computer. <laughs> I would probably be that guy, but I don't play World of Warcraft. Fuck Have you that. met me? <laughs> Lance can barely turn on his laptop for work in the morning. Like, I'm very sophisticated behind the scenes. I can oh, yes. get into systems sometimes. Oh, Rarely need IT. Doing great. Yeah, we. I know Leroy Jenkins from World of Warcraft. I didn't play the game. I watched the video. Yeah, thousands of times. Come so on. hilarious because nerds on. are like, "Oh my god, Leroy!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm, I'm gonna take old Jack Jenkins here. Uh, not much, not much to add here. All right, let's move up to the uh, second portion of the preliminary card taking place on ESPN, lightweight division, Jamie Malarkey, Francisco Prado. New Sean. It's another one where I like the under two and a half. Um, Prado, 11 fights, 11 finishes. Malarkey's been in 20 fights, 15 finishes. I I think someone's going down. Malarkey, you know, he's, he's coming off uh, a... a Sketchy win at best, um, but he's he's taken some damage in his career, so you do worry about him a bit. Uh, but he also throws and, and grinds on people, and, and usually he's, he's he's got some pretty decent offense. So I uh, I think Malarkey's the one who gets him out of there. Uh, and yeah, I got that under two and a half with Boomy at plus one thirty for a unit. Um, does Prado have like not full blown? Like a little bit of downs. <laughs> oh, he's not like. Full on. What are you basing this on? Like? Where, look, where are you looking? Because his typology piggy looks like an Argentinian fucking Drew Dober to me. The sure dog pig. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. Wes, we're on the same page. That's this an Argentinian man, Drew Dober, bro. <laughs> Drew Dober hopped on down to Patagonia for a little trip and uh, the, left uh, the present down. I think uh, Dober's <laughs> mom must have took a trip down south and. <laughs> yep. I don't know. The sure dog pick looks a little did. downsy. Yeah, you're looking at the wrong one. Because I was, I was actually going to say, I know you're a sure dog guy, but you got to look at the tapology one. This dude is yoked, uh, and and he seems seems like a little handsome. You got it, got a chin on him like Dover. I mean, yeah. Oh man, they're doing him wrong in the uh, the the sure dog pick looking a little. Maybe the angle. <laughs> no. I don't know. Looking I mean, a little down. Now, now you can see what we're talking about, the though, right? Things, right? Yeah. All right, Wes. Yeah, I wish I just had a little more on on Prado here. Um, I do think Sean's on the the right track here, though. This is going to be Prado getting Malarkey out of there with something early, or or Malarkey's going to take that beating and and go vet lesson on on this dude and and probably get some sort of fucking choke or something in the second or third round. So I do like that, like that under, um, man, I, I just, I don't have enough on Prado here and I, there's no way you want to lay almost minus 300 on Jamie Malarkey. That's just a dude you want to get at plus money against somebody where he survives a beating. And what I think is going to happen here, uh, I think that's, it's, Malarkey's going to be the pick for me because I think he survives whatever this kid throws on him. And then, Probably starts working him over in the second and third round, but um, if I bet anything, I I do like that under a little bit. I, I think it's I think it's moved down a little bit. Um, I'm seeing some minus one fifty out there, so yeah, it's probably around the same. 
Yeah, I look at the under, but uh, Malarkey's going to be the pick. I just I don't know if this Prado kid can get him out of there. Yeah, Brad. Hard hitting analysis. I've literally never watched Prado, but I'm considering betting him just oh, by shit. the way that he looks. He's got the aura, you know. <laughs> and it, we've we've got Argentinian Drew Dober against Australian Ted Danson, and <laughs> I know which one of those two dudes I pick in a fight. Fair. Um. So. Prado's had all his fights at Samurai Fight House. And yeah, he's 20. That sounds awesome. Where did they, uh, where did they find this fella? At the Samurai place. Where at else? the Sam- Samurai, Dana White's looking for a Samurai Fight House. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, thought, he thought he walked into a Japanese steakhouse and it's, they're doing fights and shit. <laughs> he he's like, hey, fuck it. Parlor. I'll sign you, kid. You look like Dover's fucking long lost brother. I'll sign you. Fuck it. Lance joined the Bloods to avenge Blackley. Oh yeah, I thought this was Crips. Which color is which? I'm not good at the old gang affiliate. Uh, well, what color is Blood, Lance? Be red. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> well, I think I think that's a downgrade from someone saying I look like Johnny Sins, though. Yeah. So, is it? Is it? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's one kind of gangbanger against another kind of gangbanger. So true. True. It just depends who's doing the gangbanging. Really. Shots are being fired. Put it yeah. Who's doing the gangbanging is really, really got to start with. Um, for this fight, Jamie, I, I feel like Jamie Malarkey's always been a, a, a bit of shit. Uh, he's okay. I feel like he's he's won the fights for the most part. So I thought he lost to Michael Johnson. I thought that was a bad decision. He's got some okay hands. He's not overly athletic. Prado just seems like he's going to go in there just reckless as a motherfucker and try to get him. Um, I, I think this fight, if it goes to the ground, I think Prado could possibly get a sub, but I think it is going to play in the feet. And I think Prado's either going to hurt Malarkey and get him out of there, or Malarkey's going to, you know, withstand the, the initial rush of Prado and get a finish that way. So the, I, I looked at fight doesn't go, uh, to throw in a parlay with another fight, uh, later on the card. I have it doesn't go that I was going to bet on, but I think this one's going to be pretty quick. Prado seems one of that guys that's going to blow his load, if you will. Uh, and go forward. If Malarkey can survive, I think he takes over in the second round and puts him out of there. All right. Let's move on. Where are we? I lost my train of thought. Here we go. Who are these people? Flyway, Shannon Ross versus Clayton Rodriguez. How is this not in the pay-per-view? New Sean? I, I don't have much here. Uh, Ross got dropped three times and lost on Data White Contender Series, and he got a contract. Not Why on the not? show. Not on the show, but after the fact. Didn't didn't win a fight since. This isn't short notice. I'll take the other guy, but I'm not betting it. Very weird. Why do uh They hate us? What like everyone got a contract that won last year and now it's like all half the guys that lost get contracts. Whatever. Everybody wants all to right. fight, Lance. I mean Every, they're they're fucking getting canoes. And just going over to Fight Island, everyone's going down. They had to I put mean, up walls. Trump finally got his wall. They had to put around fucking Fight Island. They're going. They're going all the way to. Fight. They're boating all the way to New Zealand now. They want to fight so bad, bro. Um, I miss Fight Island. The fact that it wasn't an island, I thought, was the best part of it. It was actually funny that so many people actually thought they were fighting on the beach. They were fucking getting, boat, they're getting their fucking, own island. They thought it was bought bought, an old, my own island. island. They really thought Wait. that. 
when it was first announced, I was thinking, like, this is brilliant, right? You get the test, you get in the boat, you boat over to the island, you got we'll right up on shore, baby. Yeah, there's sand in a cage. That's the only thing on the fucking island. And then it goes to it. I was like, this, this isn't, this isn't it. <laughs> but you know, we got fights. Our boy, our boy Calvin Ayers was ahead of his time. Have him fight on a beach in a fucking ring under a 120 degree tropical fucking sun. God damn. That shit was awesome. <laughs> that was great, man. That shit was great. Um, yeah, this, this fucking Ross dude, he hadn't fought in like two years before his loss on the contender series. Loses on the contender series, somehow comes back, gets a, gets a contract. Look, that, I watched this, this fucking Rodriguez kid get fucking kind of wrestled, grappled, clinch fucked by Viagra. I just don't think Ross can do that here and. Do I want to lay minus 300 with this kid? Absolutely not. So he, he's going to be the pick. I'm just going to just move on. Yeah, Brad. Kind of like the over, fight goes to decision. Rodriguez by decision is plus 150-ish here. I think he's very overrated, but good enough to win this fight. Uh, and both these guys seem relatively durable, so... Take Rodriguez. I just people seem it. It was probably more before the the Viagra fight, but people seemed excited about him, and I didn't get it. Don't get it. He'll stick around for a while. Yeah, Shannon Ross lost two of his last three. <laughs> gets into the UFC. Australian, never good. Very rare you're going to be good if you're from Australia. Making his debut at 33. Just not a lot to love here. Um, I, I think the line of Rodriguez is, is fair. I understand he's not like a world beat or anything like that, but I think, at, what was it, minus 300 or so, give or take. Yep. So I think you can probably lay the juice on, on most guys versus Shannon Ross fella. Plus he's, he's got a, he's got a weird little body going on. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe a steroid belly. Anyway, I'll take Rodriguez, but not gonna, not gonna bet in this fight. Alright, let's, uh, move on here as we go to the featherweight division. Joshua Kulabau versus Melsic Bogdasarian. New Sean. I like Kulabau here. Um, I, I, I don't think that Bagdasarian is that good. Um, Kulabau has obviously fought the tougher competition with mixed, uh, results, but, um, He's been in there with some decent guys and has looked all right doing it. He's on a on a decent streak. Um, I got him at like minus one ten for a unit. I think that's a decent play. Brad. Yeah, I think. Um, Wes. I, I think this is a a, a semi close fight. Um, I just think uh, Kui Bao here is just going to have a little bit more volume. I think he's going to end up just being a kickboxing match, and he's just going to have a little bit more volume and, and take take some rounds here. Um, I kind of like him at, at at that price as well. So um, Kui Bao minus one ten over at Bet Online is is going to be a bet for me. And um, yeah, I think Sean broke it broke it down better better than I could. I just think output and volume is going to going to win him out here. I got a mini fridge. Um, to put in right outside office. my office, nice. so I don't have to go downstairs to get beers or waters. Smart. Whoever See? said you were an alcoholic, Lance? 
it's more water. I'm not a big drinker. <laughs> yeah, um, especially <laughs> like if you've got it there during the day for your office. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's good to have a beer fridge at the office. Well, when I had the office, like, in an actual office, like, I just had, like, fucking scotch, like, on my desk and shit like that. So, you know, I got a nice little nice little mini fridge here. It's very nice. Not a big drinker at home. Just, it's more lazy than anything. I got to drink all these peach white claws because um, they're yeah, terrible. Enjoy that. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that, bro. Um, I'm all on right. uh, – I'm on. You, you were never gonna get there, so I'm just gonna break down this fight because. Yeah. Uh, I like Melsic. I, I I don't. I I get that this is gonna stay on the feet. I just don't think Kulabau is great on the feet, and he's very there to be hit. Um, nobody is gonna turn to their wrestling, and I think if Kulabau tries to close the distance, Melsic's pretty decent inside the clinch, from what I've seen. Can either turn him and reset, or just kind of hold him up against the cage. So, uh, Melsic, I'm on the island here, uh, but I took some plus 100. Is he still at Glendale Fight Camp with our boy? Ooh. I hope so. Head Ooh. movement. I, I, I actually don't think he is, but I don't know for sure. Also, sure, dog, sure, is, sure but... dog's repping it. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Um, I like cool about here. I, I his striking seems to be improving a little bit in his his last fight against uh, I forget his name the, the Asian fella pretty good guy he was a, yeah Kilba was a big dog in that fight I thought his hands looked a lot faster I thought his striking looked a lot crisper seems like he just took he's taken big strides in his last I know that was like a closest fight but his hands just looked much better and you know the losses that he's had have aged very well. I would say with Jordan and, and Jalen Turner. So, you know, there's some tough losses, better competition. And I just think he's going to be faster here on the feet. I think he's going to be in and out. I think he's just going to be a little bit more technical uh, on the feet. And I do think it stays in the feet. And last time I looked, I think he was like plus 110 or so. So small underdog, I think that's that's worth the play. So I will be betting him. You know that Choi's like a six-foot featherweight, right? He's basically like the South Korean Yao Ming. His okay. hands are way faster than normal. Cool about is he's, he's next level now. <laughs> You're betting a guy that's fucking at Glendale Fight Camp. That's right. That's how good he is. He he's never in there. <laughs> I just clicked on your boy. He's never fought someone with a Wikipedia page. That's great. Nobody knows how to do tape on him then. No tape study. <laughs> I only do 100 hours a week tape study. <laughs> Cutting back. You gotta cut back sometime. When it gets too much, you just gotta do it. Alright, let's move on now. Light heavyweight division. Tyson Pedro. Your boy. Bukaki party. He's back. Bukaki's Bukaki back, back, baby. And an absolute one. banger to get us ready for the pay-per-view. New Sean. Banger. He's gonna get banged on, I think. Um, I think Pedro takes him out. It, I don't have much on this fight. The modest Bukaki is is not very good. Got some couple wins after absolutely blowing his knee out, um, but those are against guys that just aren't that good. Tyson Pedro, I I don't like he's he's obviously beating up just absolute trash cans in his return to the UFC, but I still think he's he's much better than Bukaki. Trash cans, yes, Wes. Look, look, hear me out, hear me out. 
should should Tyson Pedro win this fight over in New Zealand and should smoke fucking the Bukaki man? Yeah, he should. He should. This man's beaten Ike Venovaeva and fucking Harry Hunsucker in his return after getting beat by the ghost of Shogun. Like, come on, man. Like, he's probably going to win this fight, but this line is a, it's a little, it's a little crazy, man. Say what you will about, about the modest Bukaki, but he, uh, he fought some pretty good competition before he got cut from the UFC. Yeah, he lost those fights, and, you know, he fought a couple trash cans. He smoked a couple trash cans to get back into the UFC. Um, I just – and I think this line's a, a little crazy, and if I'm a, if I'm a couple bottles of Red Deep, I might uh, might have to take a little a little bukkake to the – well, we won't we won't go that far. I might have to – I might have to bet on the, the old modest bukkake. Mm, well, Johnny Sin's reference coming up. All right, I hear you, Brad. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I mean, you look at the the records. You look at the records of who they've lost to, and the the Majpukaki loses to Kroot, the Candyman, and Khalil Roundtree. That's that's not good bad. Fighters, very and then, good fighters. Outside the UFC, he beats two guys I've never never heard of, which is basically the exact same thing that Tyson Pedro has beat in the UFC. Like I I don't know whose last two wins are better uh, when you look at the guys that they faced. And man, Pedro was away for a long, long time after that Shogun loss. I I, I don't know. Like, does he want to actually be here and fight and? Because the, the Bukaki, you know, he's going to stick around. Real <laughs> sticky up in there it's, with the Bukaki. It's hard, it's hard to get the Bukaki off of you. It's really yeah. hard. So, thinking about it. Probably, eh, actually, I don't even know if I want a good decision. I don't know. That's probably just stick to the money line, and I shouldn't plus, be an idiot. Plus 200, man. Yeah, like, yeah. would we be shocked if Pedro, like, gasses out beating on Bukaki for... You know, around, gets gassy, Bukaki shoots his load everywhere and fucking knocks him right in the face. Like, <laughs> this is a huh. children's show. <sighs> people don't, people do not show up to this shit for, I hope they don't show up to this for like legitimate day and time level fucking analysis. <laughs> uh, Aaron, yes, you missed, as I told you, D minus on the, on the peach white cloth. I'm on my third though, so they're getting a little bit better. <laughs> Since we started the show, um, you know, I've never done four in one show, so maybe the putt so, week play call doesn't taste good, but it goes down smoothly. That's the one they put in the mix pack when they they need the filler flavor. So you no, drink the opposite. good ones first. They only sell this, this one in individual and no, but when they work it into the rotation, they're trying to figure out the algorithm right now. So you're <laughs> giving them free material, Lance. But like, when was the last time White Claw came out with an individual flavor that wasn't part of the variety pack? I was expecting big things. It's just, and maybe my my expectations were too high on this, but it's not. It's not good. There's no flavor here. It's like a little little rotten peach. Not good. Anyway, um, 
I played doesn't go here too. I, I played doesn't go on the Jamie Markey fight parlayed with the doesn't go on this fight. It's like plus 125 or something. These things aren't going to the cards. Uh, Pedro is either going to finish him very quickly or he's going to get finished very quickly. I think this fight's going to end within five to seven minutes and the doesn't go is only like minus 225. Uh, that's a pretty damn good parlay piece on two guys. Pedro never won by decision, and I think Bukaki parties like twice, and these guys are just and going after it. Um, that, big card, uh, that, that Bukaki uh, Candyman fight that went to decision that was that was a banger. Yep. Yeah, he was in some fun fights, yeah. but I mean Pedro's not gonna. He, Pedro's not a sit back guy, and I think at minus two twenty five. And Prado is the same way. I feel like a plus money parlay on those two are pretty good. So I will be playing that. All right. Let's now move on to the pay-per-view. A little hog analysis to start off this pay-per-view. In the light heavyweight division, Jimmy Crute taking on Alonzo Metafield. You shot. Uh, I'm a guy that's back. Jimmy Crute a bunch. Um, this is a bit terrifying for him. Uh coming off that that bad KO against Hill and then you know all the shit that happened in the Anthony Smith fight um I don't know I I think if, if Menafield does what he should and throws and just comes out like he did against Serkinov I think Kroot could be in big trouble um if it goes past one round you're you're probably the the chances of Menafield catching Kroot after the first is it goes down very considerably um, Crute is obviously the better rounded fighter, but he is getting coming off two two losses uh, and two finishes. So I took a shot. Uh, I put a half unit on Menafield round one at plus five hundred, and half a unit on Menafield inside at plus two thirty five. Wesley, oh, you're unmuted. It's after hours. I shouldn't tell people they're double muted. This can't be a thing. I just because I'm in my office doesn't mean we can do this. Wes, give me a fucking break. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> fucking all right. disrespectful is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people, anybody who's watched 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 our show for a little while knows. Um, I've I've backed Jimmy Crew through the wins, through some losses. Now, um, I think Menafield's gonna smoke him. Like, I, I think Menafield's gonna lay the hammer on a. Uh, Oh, Jimmy here. Um, that chin's just showed up now. Like when you see it repeatedly, man, there, there's something there and there's one guy to test that fucking chin. It's you talk about hog analysis here. There, there might not be a bigger difference that we'll, we'll see this year. Um, yeah, I, I like Menafield here. Uh, little money line. I like the inside the distance. Um, I'll be on both of them. Bradley, West Elm, I'm, I'm doing it. Crute uh, seems he, he's good, but he seems fragile. Um, between the the leg stuff and getting subbed by an absolutely gassed in three minutes, Serkinov, uh, he just loses in weird ways. Uh, I feel like you can kind of excuse the the loss to the guy who is now the light heavyweight champion, but. He, he doesn't seem like he's the most durable dude, and you know that Menafield for a round is incredibly dangerous. So if it gets out of that round, Kroot's probably going to win anyway. 
So I'm taking Menafield round one. Um, Sean can't get, uh, it's weird. Russia book's gone and Sean can't get the, the great lines anymore. So Menafield round one plus 600. And that's what I'm rolling with. Just the whole unit. One, one unit. One Johnny Sims. Wow. That is a big unit you got that's there. That's a big, that's a big <laughs> fucking unit. No, no, no. Not one Johnny, one Lance Fischl. How many, how many That might be a bought? little too small of a unit. You might want to up your units. You put three dollars on it? <laughs> <laughs> Have they limited you that bad already, Brad? They got you to the Lance Fischl unit fun? limit? This Games particular line is at the old Canby book, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this is basic hog analysis here. Jimmy Crute, he's very white. I don't know if you he guys He was in a trailer, it. too. He just just looks like a bitch, too. You know? Like, the whole thing. <laughs> the only thing he's got going for him is a cauliflower ear. Uh, outside of that, he just... He's, he's not my kind of dude. Um, Menafield, just big muscles, gases out after three minutes. It's just my kind of dude. See, I like to roll with. Um, I, I think the... When was the last – I think he has the Ed Herman fight, which is just kind of just weird. But Metafield's like seven – like it's like seven straight of his wins or something like that or by first-round finish. Like it's mm-hmm. it's some wild shit. He just goes in there and gets a killing. And Cruz also pretty aggressive too. So I think that's going to play right into Menfield. So Menfield, what, plus 500 you said, plus 600, somewhere in there around one? That's right. You know, Munich, we, we try to go dogs. We go big dog this week. Metafield, round one, plus 500. I like this one. I don't know if I'm going full unit. I think that's a, you know, tasty <laughs> little unit, but I mean, I'm going to go, I'm going to big it up here. I think we're going to, I think we're going to like it. So that's Munich. Lock. Love it. Lock it in, baby. I like when we have a podcast and then I come into my office at like 7.15. This is because I work. Like 7.15, 7.30 in the morning. And then there's just fucking beers all over my desk. Like empty beer <laughs> cans. So That's why I moved downstairs like, out of the office. white cloths over. <laughs> like, you know, you got to expect it. All right. How have I been this successful in life? All right, next up, heavyweight division. <laughs> Justin Taffa, Parker Porter. New shot. Uh, I think we're going to clip that, and that's going to be uh, Lance's new uh, part of his intro. Um, How I'm successful? <laughs> yes. Um, this is sales, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to talk much about this fight. There, I think there's some other folks that uh, are, are much more interested in this fight because it's terrible. Two terrible heavyweights. Take the dog. Yeah. Wes? Yeah, I think we might see some... Uh... Some porking going on in this, in this fight, man. I just, um, look, we, we've seen, we've seen Taffa against some guys that want to get in and get dirty and, and pork some things up. And, um, we got a, we got a perfect one standing across the cage from him. So yeah, I just think, oh, uh, oh, porker man can, uh, can make this a dirty fight. Can can I let Taffa get it range to land those bombs? Um, get inside, hopefully get this down a little bit, and um, I think it could get sloppy too. I think we get a get a little slop. We don't have some some true stuff here. There's um, I see a one and a half at like Bet Rivers. That's that's one forty eight. Um, 
that's probably borderline. I don't, I don't hate the two and a half though. I think I'm probably going to take a little of the over two and a half, some decent plus money out there. Um, the, the, the porker man, uh, by decision plus 360 out there, but I like, I like the porker man in this fight. And I, I think it probably goes 15 minutes. Um, he's going to get it dirty, slow it down. Uh, we're going to get sloppy. Um, Brad. Yeah, I don't know what Tyson Pedro and Justin Tafa's managers have on the UFC, but those dudes have something because they got great deals for their their clientele. Uh, clientele are very pleased with the uh, the matchups that those two dudes got. But it ends here. It ends with Porky Porker. This dude is durable. He's got the biggest thighs in the game, oh. and he's. He's just gonna bring it. The wrong side. You're I don't know the wrong what side. happened. There you go. Yeah. Leave it. Leave it. Oh, oh. No. no. Your head's gotta be crooked, man. Uh, Did I anyway. Spit on the hat, like. I, I think for Canadians, uh, there's still a plus one twenty at Coolbet. Um, for for the Porker, I'll take that. I really don't know if Tafa's got it in him to uh, to last three rounds of that. That furious storm coming his way. Um, I know he's lost a couple decisions in the past, so it's probably going to be similar to those fights. But uh, Porker decision plus three hundred and fifty, plus three hundred and sixty, that range. Uh, that that's got some legs. Uh, Alonzo, Tio shot, GG. Yeah, we love Alonzo. Big dick, big dick. Round one, Munich. Munich. Yes, Munich, big dickin', all kinds of things. Um, I like Porter here. Tap is either a guy that's gonna gonna floor you pretty quick, get you out of there, just land land a bomb and go home, or he's gonna lose. And Porter's the kind of guy that can that can make it dirty, clinch against the fence, push him up, maybe even work in a takedown here because Tap is so fucking useless. And I think you know the first round might be a little bit dicey, not getting caught, but I think Porter's gonna get better every round, which is funny because he's just a giant fat piece of shit. But I do think that Porter can can outlast him and and win a decision here. He could get a late finish if Tafa decides to quit, doesn't want any more. But I think Porter plus money is a good bet, so I will be on Parker Porter here. Let's now move on to the welterweight division. Jack Della Madalena versus Randy Brown. Great fight. The, this card. Eh. The last three fights. Solid. New shot. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've really liked what I've seen from Madalena so far. This is a good test for him. Uh, Randy Brown's kind of got a, a, a pretty decent overall game, and, and he's been in there with with some pretty good guys. So, um, I'm I'm trusting Madalena to to continue to to progress because his striking is is very very good for for how young he is. Randy Brown could test him in, in some other areas, maybe get. See see what his takedown defense looks like. I I'm not touching uh, this fight for a bet. The the pick will be Madalena to to get a finish. I'll be curious of of how the the fight goes though. Wesley, yeah man, I, I've made some good money off Randy Brown uh, over the past couple years, um, and and I also agree with everything Sean said about Madalena. Like I I think this guy might be the goods. Uh, his his striking is insane. Um, 
I will tell you though, man, he, he still gets, he gets cracked. Like he, he takes some punches to give some punches and like Randy Brown is not a guy you want to take some clean shots off of on the feet. The dude is massive for the weight. Um, he's really long and stuff, but the, the force he gets on his punches for a dude with that kind of length and shit is like really, it's, it's good, man. Uses his length well. Uh, Sean mentioned about Brandy Brown will, will get in on you and try to get you down and, and clinch on you and stuff. He's a, like I said, he's a really big dude for the division. So this is a massive test for, for Madalena. Like if Madalena wins this fight and looks impressive like he has, like there's, there's big things like very soon, but man, I'm, do I think Madalena wins? Probably, uh, probably, but. This this line to me, man, is it's kind of big to not take a chance on a guy that's looked just as good, like like not the flashy wins like Madalena, but beating better dudes uh, up to this point. So, man, at what is it now? Plus plus two hundred, plus two uh, two fifty out there or something like. Now there's there's plus two sixty fives out there on Randy Brown. That that's getting a little wide, man. Um, I think some parlay money will come in on Madalena. So I'm going to sit back. If this approaches plus 300, Randy Brown is absolutely going to be a bet for me. Even though I, I think he probably loses the fight, I favor Madalena. That's just a line on, on, a, on, on Randy Brown that I wouldn't be able to pass up. Brad? Yeah, like Madalena's fought uh, decent guys in the UFC, but I think this is the fight where you actually learn if he's – legit or not, uh, and I don't think I'm willing to lay minus 300 to or minus up to minus 350 to find out that he's that good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's perfect. That perfect. That's, yep. The cocaine. We'll um, cocaine without the fentanyl. That's what he's priced <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, I just. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready to buy it yet. I'm not sure that I'm going to bet Randy Brown yet. But man, he's a really long, awkward guy. Madalena has no grappling game at all. Do we, do we know if the guy can grapple? Um, no, no. It, Randy Brown can grapple a little bit. So if the fight, if he can't keep it on the outside and just poke at him and it gets inside, can he just take Madalena down and, and do stuff to him on the ground? Uh, that's a possibility. There's there's a lot here for Madalena to be minus 300. That just uh, that seems a little crazy to me. So might be Randy Brown, Randy Brown time. I don't know if this is one of those situations that I fall into a lot where I just I pay the price for for a young up and comer versus more of a tested veteran, but. I think I, I think I gotta do it again here. I mean, Randy Brown's not overly old. He's still like early 30s. He hasn't seen any kind of drop off. I mean, hog analysis aside, which is very apparent in this fight. Uh, but Randy Brown's good. He's a, he's a good fighter. Like Randy Brown is not some gatekeeper, garbage man type of situation. Like Randy Brown is good. And I think to Brad's point that the grappling aspect is going to be interesting here. Like, if I knew Randy Brown was going to make this dirty and work some takedowns, bring him to the ground, I'd feel a lot more confident. But I think even at range, like, Randy Brown is long. He's hard to deal with. He's a little bit awkward. And 
when he does work in those takedowns and try that ground game, like I wouldn't be surprised if Randy Brown hopefully goes heavy wrestling in this fight, gets it down, kind of works. He's got good submissions, decent ground and pound. I think it plus 250 is wild. Everyone complains about flights. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe come on. do it. Most of most of those most of those dudes now go out like two weeks early and shit, man. Like most yeah. of those dudes don't wait around till like the week of the fight to fly out there and shit. Why are all these guys complaining? I've seen a bunch on Twitter people complain about the trip to Australia. Try going to fucking Singapore. You want to complain? Twenty eight hour travel time with no. You know what the real thing that they complain about is the UFC only pay, pays for like one flight. So when you're going to Australia, it costs a whole lot more than going anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, say on Randy Brown too, man. Like this dude's got, he's got 14 fights in the UFC yeah. against like, like Howboy, Vicente, Warley, Brian Barberina, Nico Price, Bilal Muhammad. I mean, he's fought some very, very good competition. And on the other side, if Madalena beats Randy Brown and, and looks like he has, he's, it's a, he's the he's yeah. the goods. Yep. But we'll see. I, price is is way too wide. Yeah, I almost wish this price was like plus one ten. So then you wouldn't play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. I mean, yeah. but I think I think Randy Brown here with 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 his length that he can match with match with him in, in his grappling game. I think it's worth it at plus 250. So I am going to be taking a stab here. I just can't I can't get away from it. So let's now move on to the co-main event of the evening. It'll be Yaira Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. Nushan. I think this should be a wild fight. Um, both these guys are usually in very fun high-paced fights. Um, I think I think Emmett could take down Yair. Uh, we haven't seen Yair tested too much. I mean, Max took him down, but wasn't really doing too much down there. Uh, if, if Emmett gets you down, I think there'll be some, some better ground and pound there. Um, and on the feet, I think Emmett has the much more, or much bigger power. That's kind of obvious. Um, Yair does throw some wild shit and has, has caught some people and, and cost me a lot of money. So that is a possibility as well. I really like the under here. Under four and a half. Uh, I got at plus 143. That seems wild to me. Like, I, I know both these guys are, are, are fairly durable, but Emmett hits like a fucking truck. Uh, he does have that wrestling in his back pocket, and he might be able to wear out Yair and, and kind of replicate what, what Frankie was able to do way back when. And Yair can, can pull some shit out. Um, so I, I, I really like that under. I also like, uh, Josh Emmett. Uh, I think he is, this should be closer to almost a 50-50 fight. Um, Yair obviously got that win against uh, Ortega, but I don't, you can't really put any stock into that. Uh, no. Em, Emmett's fought the better guys, I think. I mean, save for when, when Yair fought Holloway. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll back the more durable guy with bigger power when, for the most part, this is going to be on the feet. Wes? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that way as well. I, I like Emmett in this fight. Um, I don't think there's many dudes more durable than Josh Emmett in this, in this weight class for sure. Like the, the guy's almost next to impossible to, to get out of there. Uh, unless you're prime Jeremy Stevens, of course, but, um, the, 
and and the and the power difference here too is is a major part of this fight for me. Um, I, I like the under as well that that Sean's on that four and a half and plus money because I think Emmett's gonna get him out of there at at some point. And you're still you're you're uh, covering the fact that Yair has some of these crazy out of nowhere finishes for some reason or another that kind of covers you. And plus money, I think that under four and a half is a really good look. Now. Emmett hasn't gotten a finish in his last three fights, but the three dudes that he fought in his last three fights might have some of the best chins that you'll ever fucking see in Burgos, Ige, and Calvin Cater. Like, you're not many men on this planet are going to get those dudes out of there in a fight. I still think that power is for real. I, I do think Emmett's power is legit. Definitely bigger than, than Yair's. That, that's for sure. And, Man, just at the price you're getting here, at plus money against the uh, in a fight that that's probably going to be pretty close. Um, both guys got a chance to finish, so under's good. I like Emmett, man, as a dog here. Um, going to be a bet for me, and uh, probably a two time bet for me. I I think at that price you 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 got to take a, a really good shot on Emmett here. Brad. I find opinions of Yair to be weird because people in the moment really thought that that Holloway fight was super competitive and he was like right yeah. in it, but like he kind of got the shit beaten out of him in that fight. Um, and then, you know, he was well lined. How, how many of us that night were saying that fight should have been stopped multiple times? Like I remember. It Twitter was just melting down of like, how are they letting Yair go back out there and take this kind of beating? He wasn't that, he, he wasn't in that fight. He was competitive for like the first minute and a half of the fifth round and people yeah. remember that rather than yeah. the rest of the fight. Um, it was, it was a beat down. Um, and man, he's a guy that relies on big, big moments in fights and Emmett does that too, but Emmett's better at it and he's better at winning throughout the fight because he can wrestle a little bit if he needs to. He's got massive power, but like he's also pretty good. I I hate to admit it because he's ugly. Um but he's, he's not bad at the fighting. It's a ca- he's a fucking cave creature, bro. There is no fucking <laughs> doubt. That dude's hills have fucking eyes. Yeah, I I just still question like what Yair is really good at, other than being creative and and finding stuff kind of out of nowhere. Uh, and Emmett is technically just a good fighter. Um, he he's gonna find shots throughout the fight. He does it against everybody that he fights, and he finds those big moments. And Rodriguez has the more spectacular ones, but they're way more hit and miss. So I gotta go with Emmett here. I don't know that I love the under just because I think Yair is super durable as well. Um, that, that dude can take a beating. Uh, both of these guys can. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just going to take Emmett straight up. Yeah. I like Emmett here. Um, he's very ugly. It, it, it's funny <laughs> when you look at guys. <laughs> when, when, I think people, first thing he said. I like him in here. He's very ugly. So <laughs> the, the spectrum here, here's the spectrum. It's Johnny Sins on this end, and it's Josh Emmett on this end, and it's Lance in the middle. Yeah, look at these things. Are you kidding me? Um, ugly people gotta you, they gotta do more in life. You know, like you're not given anything when you're that ugly. Like you just you're just not. You gotta work ten times harder, and that's. 
that's an important thing. The, the, the funny thing with Yair is like all the like people I felt like were really down on Yair until that Max Holloway fight. She lost. And if you look at everything else, like he had the Jeremy Stevens fight. He was getting which, smoked by Korean Zombie. Like we yeah. were there. Mm-hmm. He was getting smoked by him. Murder. And then he, he got the lucky knockout. And then the Jeremy Stevens eye poke. Can't count that. And then the, the when he beat Jeremy Stevens, that was the third round where Jeremy Stevens almost murdered the fucking man in the third round. Just absolutely, like, almost like saved by the bell type shit. Like he just hammered in the third <laughs> round. Then he loses to Max Holloway. Wins by injury default against Ortega, and, and we ended up at a title fight, which is Saber. I don't, I, I don't think a title very, fight. I don't think he's very deserving here. I think Yair does some good things. I do think if you look three years back or so, when from the hype train and we got the Frank Yeager, and Frank Yeager took a soul from his body and ate it, um, I do think he's improved since then. I think his skills have gotten better. I think Emmett's just a, a little a little too good here uh, on, on the feet. I think. He has the better boxing. I think Eric does some more creative stuff, but I think Emmett's just a little bit better with the hands, a little bit more power with the hands. And if need be, only one guy can wrestle in this fight. And I've talked about it a lot in different podcasts, breaking down fights. The ultimate equalizer when shit gets weird is who can take the other guy down. And Emmett, though he doesn't use it very often, Emmett can wrestle. So if he needs to wrestle, he can. And we've seen what happens that year when he's on his back. It's a dead fucking fish. We've seen it several times. We saw it with Frankie. We saw it with Stevens. We saw it with Max. This guy has absolutely nothing on his back. So if Emmett's getting the worst of some of these uh, early striking situations, we know that Emmett can take the, gra- the fight to the ground. And I think it at plus 140, whatever it's at, I think that's a, a very good line here on Josh Emmett. I love this fight. It's my favorite bet in the card. And this will also be the consensus bet of the week. Plus one By the Hammer five. Betting Network, you know, I did like some game. boom, boom. Usually five dimes and Tony died. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> wasn't it funny we talked about Tony? Yep. Last week on the show and how he threatened to kill our family. And I, then, I can't like, believe they're and then that's the, it. the site. Two days later, it closed. <laughs> well, well they're they're still me. open. They're still we're, open. we're topical like Murphy. They're Bram. about to close yeah. uh, or whatever. It is. But Wes, in the show, I don't know if you listen. Last week in the show, we talked about how t- Tony threatened me and Brad's life. And then he died. Yeah. Sup, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. Don't fuck with me. Hey, He's so dead. Losing five dimes is like an institution. Like we all, every better that's been yeah. around for the past 15 years or whatever yeah, has their stories with yeah. Dylan with fucking Tony. Yeah, yeah. You, everybody my, does. My first online account. Yep. That was mine too. Me. Five dimes yep. was my first online account. Yeah. Mine was sports interaction. That was the, uh, that was an old school one too. I was way back when I started game one time ago and it's hammer dot bet. I always fuck that up and they cover all the, they cover all sports, some good shit. And there's some good people, some funny stuff. John Anik, I believe has a podcast. Oh yeah. The, as well. the so. brothers, the brothers, Anik twins. There's some, we'll, uh, we'll have to get Anik on money. here to, to break down a card one time. Well, I'm sure that would go over well. Yeah, Anik yeah. used to tail my baseball bets like 15 years ago. Like yeah. way, way back when, uh, when I was betting baseball a lot. And he so. did, and he's, an he's, o, an o, he's an OG game, good dude too. Yeah. And yep. good yeah. dude. is, he is good people. All right. Let's now move on to the main event of the evening in the lightweight division. We have Islam Makashev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. New Sean. I don't really have an angle in this fight. Um, 
I think Mac and Cheese likely is going to be able to grapple his, his way to a win. Um, it's tough for me to, to bet uh, against a, a extremely good fighter in, in Volkanovski, so I'm, I'm not parlaying Mac and Cheese. I also think there's, there's weight classes for a reason. Mac and Cheese is going to be bigger. I think he's going to have the grappling advantage. So, uh, not touching uh, Volkanovski. I'm just going to watch and and hopefully maybe Volkanovski can can pull out some shit. Plus, yeah, there there is weight classes for a reason, and and this is the like a massive difference. Like this isn't even like one weight class in all actuality. This is probably two. Um, but Volkanovski has a longer reach. Yeah, that, and did that you know he was 265 pounds one time? At one time, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, Don't ignore the thickness of my boy Volkanovski. The thighs. Look, He's man, thick. I I was late on believing in the Volkanovski, and and like I give him his props now. He's legit. He he's one of the best fighters on the planet at this point, but. Look, man, this, we know how this is going to play out, man. One dude's a massive guy that is great, too. Like, Makachev is, is really fucking good. He does one thing very fucking well. And don't believe all the bullshit. Like, everybody's like, oh, he's saying in interviews, he's going to stand and bang with Buck. No, he's fucking not. Shut up. He ain't fucking standing and banging with Buck. And even if he did, like, it's not like Volkanovsky's blowing anybody out on the feet. You think he's going to blow out some dude that's outweighing by fucking 20, 30 pounds on fight night? No. Um, but Makashev is going to get takedowns here, man. The the question for me is, is Makashev going to get him out of there at some point? Will he get that side choke on Volkanovsky at some point? I, I, I doubt it, but... I've been putting Makashev in, in parlays, man, at around minus 350, minus 360. I actually think that's a good price on a guy that's fighting a dude that he's going to be 30 pounds heavier on fight night. A really good fighter can take dudes down. Like, <laughs> come yeah. on, come on, Wes. I mean, 30 pounds. Come on. He just, what he's he's going to look bigger. I don't, I don't, I don't, so, so Makashev walks around at 190. And Volkanovski is Who walking said he around. Walks around at 190? He does not walk around at 190. He, he might walk around way. at 190, but he's not 190 on a fight. Man. No, well, he's I mean, like okay, so the weight he's putting on, so he's got him by fucking double-digit pounds on fight night. We'll say that. I don't know. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Volkanovski cuts a shit ton of weight. I bet these guys are not as far Just apart. Volkanovski's five foot six. Midget, that's why it bro. looks, that's why hey, it looks different. I, I feel like Magic's a bit low and Wes is a bit high. He on is this. a fucking. He's gonna be. It's gonna be double digits. double digit pounds. Yeah, we'll put it like that 50, way. I'm it's not gonna be thirty. I'm absolutely exaggerating. Maybe it's ten. Not, it's not gonna be thirty pounds. I'd it's say like it's gonna 15, be ten maybe. to ten to fifteen pounds. He's gonna be bigger than he he's a much bigger guy. Like whatever pounds you wanna say, he's a way bigger guy. He's got better fucking wrestling. Smaller dick though. That guy's um, got an innie. Yeah. He's one in invert. He's got an inverted I, penis. The question for me is, is he gonna finish Volkanovsky or not? I don't think he's gonna finish Volkanovsky. It's probably gonna be Mikashev just by wrestling and grinding decision. I got him in multiple parlays of a bunch of different shit. Fuck Volkanovsky. Fred? <laughs> fuck both. This is like... This Lance's, is fuck both of these dudes. This is... Wes, like, he hangs this. out with fucking terrorists. Literal terrorists. And he beat up our friend. 
I don't. I don't oh, like that. You, you know. You know how I deal. You know how I deal with the shittiness of this fuck. Is I try to win some money. I try no. to get him to yeah, win me some money. Um, I I think probably the safest angle that I'm considering on this fight is the over two and a half. It's minus one fifty. I don't think that even if he does have a size advantage and he can get some takedowns, I don't think Makachev is going to get Volkanovski out of there early. Yeah, I agree. I, I, agree. I, I don't really think good. he's going to get him out of there at all. I think I, Volkanovski I think is tw- very good. I think it could go 25 minutes, personally. Yeah. Like- Volkanovski might get out-wrestled for 25 minutes, but I don't think that he is going to to get dominated and smashed out or submitted. I think uh, he's so going to lose. Overna- I think he's going to lose close rounds, is what I like. He's going to lose four or five close rounds, in, in my opinion. That that's fair. I I could see that. Um, so I I like that over two and a half. I don't hate that around minus one fifty. And man, just because I'm thinking it's going to go over and probably going to go to decision, Volk by decision plus six fifty. <laughs> if there's a couple of these rounds where he's got cardio, they're, they're in New Zealand and hang they're, around on the feet. I, I think he could steal enough rounds in this fight that he could win it. So we're going to do some Volk decision. We're going to do some over two and a half in this one and uh, sit back and, and cheer on the short king. If, if Whenever Volk lands or does anything in this arena, they're going to go fucking nuts. And it, it matters. It does matter with these idiot judges. I will say that. Yeah, this one's, this one's tough. I, I hate Magashev. Fucking hate him. I'd drown him if I could. I'd be fine with that. I'd drown him. <laughs> Just a bad dude. I mean, there's so many things I hate about him. First of all, where's his mustache? I don't like people that have a beer without a mustache. I don't get it. Like, what are you trying to, what are you doing here? I don't like that. Hangs out with terrorists constantly. Just loves terrorism. He cheated versus Dubronx. We all know he slipped in something the, the morning of that caused him to fight. On it's like the Oz fight. boxing tournament. He got and the special sauce and the drink. The guy's cocky as a motherfucker. Like, talk, just, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I like Volkanovski. Seems like a good man. Seems like a good man. dude. I, man. I think, what's wrong with Volkanovski? He, he's around some from some dudes too, man. Like as bad as fucking terrorist war. No, no, we we can't compare to that. Like no, yeah, we are comparing them, and I, I think in terms of the in terms of the fight here, I think. Some training. Oh, that's well. Bad. I mean, that's, that's a good. that's another down. Like that's that's worse than hanging out with terrorists. Being that around the worse. Nelk boys is worse that's than being bad. around Krydov's kids. <laughs> I straight think- up. Volkanovski is a better grappler than I think people are giving him credit for. I think Makachev's going to get some takedowns, you know, especially in the clinch and getting him down, just with the size advantage. But Volkanovski is not a guy that's ever been held, really held down in his career. I think he can get up. I think on the feet, Volkanovski has has a bit of an edge, and I just see this fight being closer than people think. Everyone's thinking Makachev's going to come out and absolutely ragdoll Volkanovski. Everyone's acting like Volkanovski's coming up from one fifteen. Like, it's like we got a 185-pounder and a 115-pounder, and then we're going to meet here. We're talking about 10 pounds. Like, Volkanovski is a, is a, is a he's short. These are different size, he is, He's a big, he is a thick fucking man. He's going to be on the magma. 3X of what Kangaroo magma. 
He's a big dude. He's got cardio for years. He's not easy to take down. Makashev's going to have to work for that. And I, I don't know. I just feel like this fight is is going to be tougher. I think I think we're going to see Makashev get six, seven takedowns in about one minute of control time. So I think we're going to see a fight that plays out in the feet, on the clinch. And Volkanovski is better than most in the clinch, on the feet, in these dirty, grueling fights. Makashev has always been the hammer in his UFC career. And I think if he's getting pushed and a guy's not going out and it's not easy for him, I don't know how he's going to react. And he's overconfident in this fight. You hear how he's talking. He's overconfident. Hang on the nuff boys and a fucking dictator. Volk hasn't been running around for the past couple of years acting like he's pound for pound the greatest ever and shit. Like he's, he's proved it. Makashev has too. He just beat our boy. He just beat one of the greatest he fighters on the planet. He wins the title against a former featherweight, and then he faces another come on, no, 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 featherweight. No, 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 we're yeah. not doing that now. What kind he, of, what kind of his shit is win, that, His win against fucking Charlie is better than anything Volk has done, period. His win this against... Is, I agree. I can't better than anything. But so we're, we got to take that out of it. We got Makashev talking about going up a weight class, all this shit. He has zero title Volk defense. went up a weight class. Volk actually did it. Volk yeah, actually, Volk actually did it. Volk actually did it so out. great. Volk actually did it so great. But he wants to fight. You can't say one guy thinks he's great and is all confident, and Volk actually thinks he's so great he's going to well, go up and win another bill. Here, cool. Here's the difference. It's the same. Volkan- no, it's not. Volkanovski has literally – Yes, Volkanovski has beaten every single fucking contender at one point. I'm fine with that. I'm not saying that's bad, but don't say How many title defenses does Makashev have? But don't say Makashev is more confident than Volkanovski. Volkanovski is like, I'm I'm so great, I can move up to 155 and get another belt. That's confidence. He's He's Makashev's last action. win is better than anything Volkanovski's ever done. Makashev just what about Holloway? Congratulations, it was his first good win. Okay, the, I agree. I agree he with that. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. And I, I'm not arguing that that's true. Like that's what Lance is saying. I'm just giving a counter argument. I think both of those dudes are great. I just think one is fucking a bigger dude than the other, and it's gonna matter. Short dick. You're forgetting the short dick factor. That guy is the smallest dick in the entire UFC. That's all that, the that's other all guy used to play rugby at 260 pounds. Yeah. So fucking, he I can't mean, even grow a mustache. Really what kind of self-respecting man can't grow a mustache? <laughs> Things there. Anyway, I think Volk's going to make this close. I'm probably going to end up betting this at plus 300, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, Makashev's a fucking piece of shit. He better hope he doesn't win because he's going to get Dubrox. He's going to be pissed off. He better hope he doesn't fucking Let, win. Let's hope, let's hope that Volk slips in the sauna and it's the rematch for our boy. That's what we should oh, be hoping not, for. Not, uh, first of all. Hey, he's flying out, baby. He's flying he's out. He's quartering baby. a fighter. He's a coach yeah. at that camp. And nah, that's the good. last thing I want is fucking short notice. Short killing notice. himself to make way to fighting Makashev. I hear you. <laughs> I, I think, I think there was too much pressure on my boy. The whole thing, everything. It was, he didn't have a good, we need, that was now, a, that was a great win. He's fucking dead. 
Just that would, he's fucking dead if he wins this fight. He's, yeah. he's going to finish the job that Ortega started. <laughs> he's a dead man. You ain't getting out of that shit with Dubrox. <laughs> that was a great win for Makachev. Like, we got to give the guys this. I, I'm not denying it, but him yeah. acting like he's literally the greatest fighter of all time with his zero title defenses, just like Habib thinks he's the greatest of all time with his one or two or whatever the fuck he did. Give me a fucking break. Fuck Russia. Fuck all of them. They can all fucking die. I don't care. Fuck Makashev. All of them, they're fucking dead. Volkanovsky, <laughs> I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to pull it off. I think it's going to be a dirty, grueling, awful, disgusting fight. And that's what Volkanovsky lives for. Makashev's only used to be in the hammer. I think there's something there with all the experience and big title fights for Volkanovsky. And I think the line's a little bit inflated over 10 pounds. 10 pounds ain't shit. I can get 10 pounds tomorrow. Not a big deal. 10 fucking pounds. Anyway, that'll do it. For this week's show, um, <laughs> what a way like, to end. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Please. And with all the heated animosity here on the show, everyone make sure to comment how wrong Wes is and how right <laughs> I am, regardless of result, but just on, you know, everything. Fedor, Tune in next week. We will happens. be back next week. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. <laughs>